1: Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, The Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Poland, Puerto Rico, and Switzerland. And in the states of Arkansas, Pennsylvania, and Washington, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story. In the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say this with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. People who are grateful are happier. Manifestation is most successful from an attitude of gratitude. Start, end, or end each day reciting or writing the things for which you are grateful. Include what you usually take for granted like breathing, shelter, food, seeing, hearing, etc. In our last two episodes, we shared a lot of positive predictions about this year While this is all accurate, it is also true that there are some harsh realities about the world we are currently living in. The four people who were held hostage at the Texas synagogue last Saturday for several hours were a stark reminder of the trauma that has been thrust upon many groups who have been targeted because of their religion, race, gender, who they love, or how they identify. The anxiety and isolation due to COVID has led to an increase in violence and abuse toward women, children, and all groups who are not white, male, Christian, heterosexuals. Every time we have a new trauma like the one last Saturday, it brings to the surface all the unresolved pain experienced in our own lives, our ancestors' lives, and by groups around the world who have been targeted for being different. One client who experienced years of abuse told me he was afraid someone was going to knock on his door and take him away like it was done during the Holocaust. Because we are all connected, we all experience these traumas, whether we recognize it or not. As we've said in our first two shows, this is a year that supports those who accept all people and who show empathy, compassion, and love. I listened to an interview with the rabbi of the Colleyville Synagogue and noticed that he never said one unkind thing about the man who threatened his life and that of three of his congregants for several hours. He entered the, ended the interview with an expression of gratitude for all the love and support he has received from all faith communities and friends and strangers from around the world. The power of gratitude for being alive, for so few people being held at gunpoint, and for all the love and support expressed are a good beginning for healing and a good reminder of of how we can find gratitude, even in the most horrific experiences. More people are starting to have extraordinary experiences and access higher dimensions because the shift from third dimension earth to the fourth and fifth dimensions have begun. Because fear interferes with positive change, we can help the shift to occur more quickly by clearing ourselves of fear and protecting ourselves from taking on new fear. This year, I'll be using some of the new techniques that Dwan gave us the other week and others that he gave me privately so I could pass them on to you. In support of today's topic, to help your prayers become manifest You can put more energy into them by filling yourself with light from the spiritual realm before saying your prayers. Ask the light to come from God, Jesus, the universal presence of love, or whoever you pray to. Visualize your body being filled with the seven colors of the rainbow, or depending upon what you're praying for, you can fill yourself with one of these colors green light for physical healing, pink light for emotional healing, white light for protection, or turquoise light for peace of mind. See your body being filled with the light in those colors and then say your prayers. When we pray, we send out a lot of energy which could deplete us. This technique is a way of drawing the energy from source and using that energy rather than your own energy. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose love over fear, which includes happiness, gratitude, abundance, peace, joy, compassion, forgiveness, kindness, positivity, and all good things. As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our returning guests today, Dr. Kat Young and Reverend Marlon Morris, who are here to talk about hostages, trauma, and silver linings, worldwide love, prayer, and action. Since Dwan did not have time to share all his predictions in our first episode this year, I will be starting sharing some each week for the next several weeks. He said, starting this year, more people will become vegetarians. As a result, more vegetarian restaurants will be opening. In response to last week's show with numerologist Alice Rosen, Caroline wrote, I love the information Alice shared about 2022 and that the universe will support those who go out of their way to support and care for others. We should always live by these standards. Putting ourselves in someone else's shoes can help us understand their perspective, which will help us act with love and kindness toward them. I am hopeful that there will be many positive changes this year with a focus on human rights, animal rights, voting equality, and climate change. The information your guests share is always very uplifting and helpful. Thank you for being a light in the world, Dr. Paula. Thank you, Caroline. That's very kind of you. And I share your optimism for change. If you enjoyed this episode, you will want to check out the blog Alice is writing about 2022 that we will be posting within the week. If you missed last week's episode, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on Alice's predictions from previous years, please listen to some of her other episodes like January 18, 2021, January 18. 23rd, 2020, and January 17th, 2019. You can hear these shows or any others you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled, Being an Agent of Lasting Change, Personal, Societal, and Global, posted in November 2018. This blog reminds us that lasting change does not come about through violence, dictatorship, or elected officials. Here's an excerpt. Real change occurs when enough individuals set an intention to make compassionate, Life-affirming choices for the well-being of all, every day, all day long. You may not like the choices, but committing to making the best choice available to you for the well-being of all changes who you are on the inside. That, in turn, affects everyone you come in contact with. And like a good virus, spreads well-being, love, and light. It's as simple as choosing to smile at someone or opening a door or saying good morning. The point of change is the individual, which means you can make a difference. Please choose to be among those who set an intention to make compassionate, life-affirming choices for the well-being of all. What we intend and what we do matters more than we know. This is the simple conclusion to 16 years of research. We do not need to be wealthy, have an important job title, or influential friends. All we need to do is act consistently for the well-being of all. When 10% of the population chooses to do this, the world will change. In our current times, many of us are feeling frustrated and helpless. It's as if we're all living with PTSD and in a constant state of flight, fight, or freeze. Knowing that we can influence the greater good eases our minds and hearts and gives us peace and hope. To read the rest of this blog or any of my other blogs, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. Also check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my video titled Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth, Living Your Values. Which discusses the importance of standing up and speaking out about what we believe is right. Because the American Psychological Association is predicting a mental health crisis this year, I will be suggesting affirmations or spiritual techniques to help you release your fears and anxiety. The colors yellow and orange are particularly uplifting, which is why the spiritual realm chose them as the two colors that will be active all year to help you create more positive energy and experiences in your life. Take a few seconds every morning to make your day better by asking that you be filled and surrounded with orange and yellowish gold light. See, feel, or just know these colors are filling and surrounding you. These colors can be used In other ways also, like your clothing, accessories for your office and home, food, candles, flowers, and crystals. Be creative with it. The affirmation I introduced this month helps to release fear and anxiety and is especially important for all of us impacted by the trauma at the synagogue. Let's say it together. Peace in my mind. Peace in my body peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. Let's say it one more time together. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. By saying it consistently, it will become an automatic internal response. You'll hear yourself thinking it when you need calming, even when you don't make a conscious effort to say it. Now for my silver lining story. Last Saturday, I had my phone turned off and didn't know about the hostage situation until 9 o'clock that night when I checked my email. There was a message from my synagogue, and minutes later, I received a text from a friend. I said a prayer for everyone's physical and emotional well-being, and then I called Dwan to ask him to say a prayer as well. He and I often call each other when a relative or friend needs prayers or in a life threatening situation like this. There is respected scientific research proving the power of prayer to influence the outcome of a situation. In addition, our guides told us that their involvement helped to end the siege with the hostages getting out safely. When so many people are praying for a positive outcome, the positive spiritual forces in the universe are activated and empowered to help. The team from the physical realm and the spiritual realm come together to create solutions. Over the next two days, I received several emails from various Jewish organizations. They were all offering words of comfort and opportunities to gather virtually or in person for prayers or gratitude and healing. Along with these emails came one from our guest today. Kax said she and Marlene had held a prayer vigil during the siege and were going to have another prayer service on Sunday. I was so grateful for their acts of love and support CAC's email came as I was feeling tremendous sadness for all the times in history that Jews and other marginalized groups have been threatened or killed or targeted due to hatred or prejudice, including the deaths of all my relatives in Poland during the Holocaust. To receive support from people who didn't have to show compassion was very comforting. When my guest for today's show Cancelled at the end of the workday yesterday because she had COVID, I knew I wanted to ask Cac and Marlene if they would do this topic with me today. As always, they said yes without hesitation. They understand that our thoughts, words, and actions are necessary to create a better world where all people are loved and respected. Dr. Kak Young and Reverend Marlene Morris are returning guests and a married couple. Kak is a successful television writer, director, and producer with PhDs in natural health, clinical hypnotherapy, and naturopathy. Clients come to her for advice on health, nutrition, and spiritual well being. She is the author of several books, and her new one, Magical Trees, is coming out in March. CAC is dedicated to healing humans and animals and preserving women's rights. Marlene Morris has a doctorate of divinity degree, was the senior minister of Spirit Work Center for Spiritual Living in Burbank, California for nearly 20 years, and has created innovative and groundbreaking programs in relevant spirituality. She is an inspiring speaker, a certified hypnotherapist, and the author of several books, Go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, or click on the link on this page to follow us on social media, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. While on my website, learn more about my two on-demand guided meditation videos. One connects you to two of your past lives and the other to your inner angelic light body participate at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, if you had been one of those hostages, what would you have been grateful for? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Kak Young and Reverend Marlene Morris, who are here to talk about hostages, trauma, and silver linings, Worldwide love, prayer, and action.
2: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice
3: America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: 346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now back to Uplift Your Life. Nourishment of the Spirit.
1: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, The Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners. And as a top show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888 346 9141 or email Dr. Paula at com. I love you and value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart, and I hope you thought about what you would have been grateful for if you had been one of those hostages. I'm so grateful to welcome Dr. Kak Young and Reverend Marlene Morris, who are here to discuss hostages, trauma, and silver linings. Worldwide Love, Prayer, and Action. Um, thank, at first, I just want to say thank you both so much to get a call last night and to say yes and to come on the air this morning um, prepared and, um, and happy to be here. I, it, it, it warms my heart and gives me hope that there are people in the world like you and so so much gratitude that you're in my circle and that um you're here with us today so thank you our pleasure indeed and thank you for calling us we're
2: we're happy to participate always thank you
1: well um thank you it's it's always a win-win when um you are on the show so i was so touched by the email i got from you um, Marlene, would you like to talk about what you did, and maybe you know both of you, what your response was when you heard what was going on in Texas? And I want people to remember you live in California, and so you know this was not close to home geographically.
4: No, not geographically, but I do have a son who lives in Texas. And my first reaction was, where is that compared to where he is? Um, And then once I knew in my mind and heart that he was safe, my second thought was, how are the hostages? What is going on in there? Um, And what can I do? Which I think is the natural human response. And the mind tends to say, there's nothing you can do. Just watch the news and keep track of what's going on. But my heart said, no, you know, there is more. I have a podcast twice a week, um, Sunday at noon and Wednesday at 7 p.m. on Facebook. And I thought, oh, well, of course, call up the people who are involved in that podcast, the, the audience, and say, let's pray we're at a distance. We can't go break the doors down. We can't, um, tell the SWAT team what to say. We, all of those things that kind of run through your mind, but we can pray. And I absolutely believe in the power of, of prayer to change things in a positive way. So on the podcast, I, I said to the group, in, we always end each of the podcasts with with a collective prayer, and we include whatever is going on in the world, just as you do, and as you did in the beginning of your program. We try to say who, where needs this prayer support, and include them in our prayer. And we did that. We instantly, almost, went to they're safe, their minds are at peace. They have all the resources that they need to leave safely. Um, Power, God is, spirit is, where they are right now, and the highest good is happening. And indeed, that's exactly what happened. Um, That's my reaction, and I have... If there is something we can physically do, if there is a community organization we can get involved with, or that we can do something for it. When the Los Angeles riots happened uh, decades ago, the church that I was in at the time in, in Burbank reacted by literally putting tables up outside and saying we're taking collections for the people in South Central. And we were, incidentally, directly across the street from a large Vons. And people would drive by, honk, go into Vons, do their shopping, and come back with a bag for us. And we took cars just a caravan of cars into South Central with, with goods. In that case, there was something physically we could do to become involved. But I felt just as powerful and just as effective um, when we were praying for the people in, in, in the synagogue in Colleyville because we were doing something. I think the human mind, the human heart needs to feel that there is something that it can do. And then we can breathe again and, and think clearly. And when we are in that state of mind, more solutions come. And whether we're involved in those solutions or whether we have just kind of nudged the universe, um, we've done something and we, and we feel better for having connected and lifted the consciousness around whatever it is that's going on. Does that all make
1: sense? Absolutely, and I agree with you 100%. And as you were talking, I suddenly had the realization that we find so many ways, so many labels to divide us and to create separateness. And yet, so many people from different faiths, different races, different um, places geographically um, different ages, all the ways that different genders, all the ways that we are different were united together in prayer for yeah. safety and well-being and and a quick resolution um, to this to this horrific situation And you know so there is always something positive. And that energy, that understanding in that moment that we all deserve to be loved and respected and safe in our places of worship, in our homes, on the street, wherever we are, is, um, it helps all of us grow in compassion and love and empathy. You know,
2: uh, Dr. Paula, this is uh, CAC here. Sometimes we sit by our televisions and we watch things happen in a non-participatory way. Um, crisis and tragedy are not entertainment. They are information. It's information that we see that calls us to our higher purpose. And I think when we say, okay, what am I watching? You know, we, we have to get ourselves unnumb from just looking at the video and say, what's going on here and,
4: and, and what am I called to do? And too often I think we buy into the awfulness. Yes, we let our minds go to, oh my God, this is terrible, horrible things are going to happen. We, we almost stir our minds up and think about other hostage situations that, that came out badly or or anything related or times when we felt like we were being a hostage. And, and we stir ourselves up, which is not good for us physically or mentally, as well as stirring the, the, the cauldron if you will, the pot of of collective consciousness. You know, people will say to me sometimes, well fine, you know, you've got prayer and and I don't believe in that. And I'll say just don't buy into the awfulness. Go somewhere in your mind where you can see a positive outcome. Go there. You don't have to pray it's It's helpful, I believe, but what do you believe, and if you believe that thinking positively, if you believe that thinking solution rather than awfulness will make a difference, then go there and do that that is helpful.
2: Sometimes we don't know what to do. Sometimes we just sit there and go, you know, oh, my God. I mean, what can we do when it's minus 40 uh, in you know, in the northern part of the country? Well, there's nothing we can possibly do, but we can take an action. So it doesn't matter what the situation is and what the geography of the situation is. We can respond. And Marlene and I have come up with um, five different ways that we can respond to a crisis or tragedy, no matter where you are. And the first one is very simple. You just simply take a breath and send love, light, or a prayer, if that's what you do. Or you can also just send a positive thought. Send them, you know, you have the term silver lining, so that's beautiful. Send them uh, good that will be the outcome. What is the possible good that can happen for them? And believe that and feel that and send that strongly.
4: And then the second thing is turn the light on. Put put the light on the situation. Literally, light a candle. Um, turn a light on in a room that, that's usually dark. Do something to Illuminate to to cast out, if you will, the darkness. And in the process of, of turning that light on, the candlelight or or even a lamp in your house, allow yourself to imagine that light reaching out and touching those people and and clearing their minds, helping them think more clearly, helping them towards solution. Send healing thoughts to them rather than awfulness thoughts. And number three, uh, this is where it really calls
2: you to your higher purpose. Find the good in the situation. Name it and claim it. What could possibly good come out of this? We certainly know that good has come out of George Floyd, Black Lives Matter has come out. A lot of uh, the struggles of the black community have come forward. People are much more aware now and more open, and change is still happening. So find that silver lining uh, that may come from the event and bless that. Bless the outcome as a positive thing, even in the middle of the awfulness, and then... Allow that to leave your soul and heart. Go up into the ethers, and and it will travel to where it
4: is needed. And the fourth thing is recite in your mind or aloud, whichever works best for you, something that will help you change your mind and be a blessing in the world rather than adding to the crisis thinking. Um, we suggest the loving-kindness blessing, which we will do with you in, in just a little bit. Um, but anything, any little thought, phrase, poem, something that lifts your mind and your heart and gets it out of the horribleness of the situation and and makes of you a blessing in the situation rather than adding to the negativity. And then fifth,
2: Join a local community group and and become active for change so that this doesn't happen again. I was so impressed um, that the rabbi and his congregation had had a drill uh, for what might Uh happen in a hostage situation. They had... it, It didn't dwell on their mind and dominate it, but it was in the back of their mind and they knew what to do. They had rehearsed it. So as... Quote, awful, unquote, as that might be to rehearse children and to rehearse church groups for a hostile takeover. Uh, it, it worked and so become active in the change so it doesn't happen again. And if it does, that you're prepared for it. You know, as, as Marlene was saying, just don't buy into how it is and how dreadful it is, but buy into what can we do? How can we overcome this? Because as Martin Luther King said, we will overcome and we must, as a community, overcome all of this uh, violence and uh, the ability of people to walk into a home or to a synagogue and to sit, claim it as their own take over, and injure the people in it. The answer is no, and so we must overcome.
1: Thank you so much. Those are all so important. And there's one more that I'll add um, when we come back from commercial. And then we want to talk some more and also, um, and also hear the blessing that you have that we can all participate in in, and all use. Um, Thank you so much. While you're listening to the commercials, please go to my website, DrPaulaJoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. you receive the information on our show's important information from each show and the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align and integrate their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind, and move forward with more ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. During the commercials, think about what actions you can take to help make the world a better place. Stay tuned, we'll be right back with Dr. Kak Young and Reverend Marlene Morris to talk more about hostages, trauma, and silver linings, worldwide love, prayer, and action.
0: Three four six nine one four one. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at DrPaulaJoyce.com. Now back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit.
1: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I thought. I hope you thought about what actions you can take to help make the world a better place. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Justina can help you. And I'm so thankful we're here with Dr. Kat Young and Reverend Marlene Morris talking about hostages, trauma and silver linings, worldwide love, prayer, and action. Um, You know, the, the tips that you gave, the five action, um, Ideas were so powerful, and I really hadn't thought about how people uh, get into it like a movie and, and then it stays with you those images. Um, I, I, we are hurting ourselves as we dwell on the negative aspects.
2: Yes, we are. We fill our minds with other people's images. And what we have to do is... is is take uh, an affirmative stance when we see anything negative. There are so many movies, there are so many TV shows, there are so many things out there that get into our conscious and our subconscious mind. And we have to watch that. We have to guard what goes into our minds and brains. It comes out in dreams, it comes out in actions, and one day you'll wake up and all of a sudden it comes out in a belief that you manifest that might not even be your own. So because we are bombarded by sensory um, uh, I- I images and, and stimulus, we have to guard them like we do our life. Marlene gave a talk last night, and she talked about dragons, the dragons within, <laughs> the dragons without, and what they can do to us. And so... Uh, you know, there are, there are those dragons in our lives, and we must monitor them, babysit our dragons. Otherwise, we are, uh, we're on automatic, and we aren't living our true life. So unless we do the work and, and keep ourselves aware, we'll find
1: ourselves swimming in a sea of other people's thoughts. And what a terrible way to live a life. Well, and and then we wonder why so many people are on anti anxiety and anti depression drugs, and yet they're glued to the TV when uh, when there's a tragedy or they watch the nightly news before they go to sleep, so they have all those negative images um, of violence and um, and and despair in their minds and replay those just before you go to sleep. So we do have control over what we allow into our energy field, into our mind, into our thoughts, into our emotions. We can choose to turn the TV off. We can choose not to watch the news. We can choose, I usually read it because it's easier um, to, to turn it, you know, to own, to scan it, to just get what I need and to not be bombarded with the negative visual images, which are much harder to let go of. You know, Paula, there's something
2: that I did, I started doing about 10 or 15 years ago, and that is I subscribe to some overseas newspapers, and I I watch and read the news from the European and the Asian point of view. Because it helps me put all of what's going on here in balance, and so I may know what's going on in different parts of the world, um, and that helps me. And I would suggest, you know people do that because it's a lot of fun.
1: That's a great idea. Um I also wanted to add in the to the action steps um, th- that you and Marlene talked about, which, are all so helpful. And I hope people were taking notes or will rewind and write down the things that you said because they're so important. And when something happens that's upsetting, it's hard to remember, oh, what can I do? And if they have that written down, they can pull it out And look at it and say, okay, here it is. I can do one of these things. Um, I think the other thing that we can do on a personal level is that this does bring up traumas in our own lives, people when times when we felt stuck, people who betrayed us, who we helped and hurt us. Things that may have happened to friends or family members uh, or people we know or have heard of. So past traumas get brought up and this is an opportunity when they're on the surface for us to work with them and release them. To in how whatever that means to you. I mean, there are lots of ways and I give techniques and the various shows, whether it's talking to a friend not in a woe is me, isn't it awful? But in looking for creative solutions, looking for ways to release it, to move on, to let go, to forgive, to act in a way that will to, to to perform some actions whether it's prayer or lighting a candle or um, or or taking some action um, to ask for forgiveness or or offer gratitude whatever it is that um, can help you to feel and let go of whatever pain you're still carrying these experiences kinds of experiences can help us on a personal
4: level as well absolutely they can and I just had a thought and I will say this quickly but if we want to do a self-test on whether or not we're buying into how horrible things are next time a fire truck or an ambulance goes by what is your first thought and for a lot of people, it's, oh, my God, you know, somebody's in trouble. There's a house burning down and a family that's going to be without a house and they carry the drama out way out beyond that. Um, if an ambulance goes by, it's, oh, my God, there's somebody in there and they're probably dying. What if instead of that, we caught ourselves, stopped ourselves and said, and here comes help. Look, there's the fire truck. There's the ambulance. There's the police car. Help is on the way things are going to be good and just that little practice could could start a world of thinking in ways that heal rather than hurt
1: that's really beautiful i love that and i suggest that we do the loving kindness blessing now together is would that be good uh, uh, That's great.
2: I love this because it comes from a Tibetan Buddhist tradition, but it can be applied to anyone, anywhere, at any time. And there are four steps. In the first step, you repeat this loving kindness blessing to yourself. Here we go.
1: May May I be at peace. peace. May 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 my my heart heart remain open. open.
2: May May I awaken awaken to the light of of my own
1: true true nature.
2: May I be healed. May I be a source source of healing healing for all all beings. beings. And the second step is to turn around and give the blessing now to all your loved ones. And we say...
1: May you be at peace.
2: peace. May
1: your heart heart remain remain open.
2: open. May you you awaken awaken to the light light of your own own true nature. Nature. May you you be be healed. healed. May you you be be a source source of healing healing for for all all
3: beings.
2: And the third step is where you extend it to people you don't know, to other people around the globe. And so you say,
1: May you be at peace. peace. May May your heart heart remain open. open. May you awaken to the light light of your own own true true nature. nature. May 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 you you be healed. healed. May May you
2: be a source source of healing healing for
1: all beings.
2: beings." The fourth step... Is probably the hardest, and it fits in with your forgiveness, Paula, is that we extend this blessing to someone that we might consider difficult to love. Or a group of people. Or a group of people, wherever we think, uh, wherever we may have uh, distaste for them or uh, incompatibility. And we say it with meaning when we say, may you be
1: at peace. May your heart heart remain open. May May you you awaken to the light of your true nature. nature. May you be healed. healed.
2: May May you
1: be a source source of healing healing for all all beings. beings. That is so beautiful. And what... Um, a, A special place for us to close this portion of the show. I am so grateful to you for the wisdom, the kindness, the understanding that you have and that you share with us and the world. Thank you both so very much, and I wish you all the best and many blessings.
4: Thank you all, and, and thanks for what you do in the world. Yes, thank you
2: very much, and and bless you. You know, may you be at peace, and may your heart remain open with love.
1: Thank you, and same to both of you. And I encourage everyone to go to their individual websites: caccyoung and marlene morris dot com. Um, As you can see, they both have wonderful information and hearts to share. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com and like us on Facebook, rent my past life regression workshop video, and awakening your inner angelic light body. Video, read my latest blogs and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands on healing, or remote healing, reading the Akashic Records or Tarot, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, channeling your family, guardian, angel, and more. I'm also available to video conference, a custom design workshop. A speech for you or any of my speeches or workshops, such as connecting with your soul, dissolving fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, healing physically, mentally, and emotionally, discovering hope and silver linings, awakening new chakras, and the ultimate creative problem solving process. Or I can design something specifically for you and your group. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. when you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me And directly with my clients, my process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Justina, who helps us find creative solutions. Ask for her help in addition to whoever else you Pray to in order to help you find creative solutions to your most challenging problems. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Justina, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me find a creative way to have compassion for people who are not like me. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Justina, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me find A creative way to have more compassion for my brother. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please listen next Thursday when Susan Shumsky joins us to discuss prosperity meditations on February Third, when Mark Anthony will talk about the afterlife scientific proof of spiritual contact and how that changes your life. And February 10th, when Dr. Gus Kaufman We'll return to discuss being gay in the USA. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or Chosen Mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is love. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week and a year of
0: love, harmony, and balance. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life,